0: hey everybody welcome back to the home recording Made Easy.com podcast I'm your host David Vignola this is episode number 34 this week's topic is very interesting and it came the idea came from one of our listeners and I'm titling the podcast how to be more productive in your home studio and how your overall health will lend itself to you being more productive in your home studio and you may say what are you talking about Dave well I'm going to give you five t- tips and some five things for you to think about that's going to help you be more productive in your home studio and it's going to help you with your overall general health so yeah that's an interesting one again came from one of our listeners sit back relax let's talk about it right here on the home recording made Easy.com podcast Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Home Recording Made Easy.com podcast. As I said in the little intro, this is an interesting and a little bit of a different topic. This idea came from you, one of our listeners, asked me to talk about this in the podcast and I thought this was a great idea. And so I'm not really sure what the exact title of this podcast is going to be by the time it gets posted, but the general topic is going to be staying healthy and how to be more productive in your home studio and how health can really play a part in that. And I think that's an interesting thing. I, I mean, it's something that I've always done without even really realizing that I'm doing it. And as I got to think about this topic a little bit more and more, as someone asked me to discuss it, I started to say, yeah, you know, these are things I think would be really good for home recording musicians and and audio engineers and people who just spend a lot of time in their studio. And so I want to give you five things to think about and just talk about five different points and you can take what you will from it and see what you might be able to incorporate in your workflow, in your home studio to get more productive and get more creativity and get more out of your home studio. So that's what we're going to talk about. So again, as I said, this came this topic idea came from one of our listeners and I've been saying for the last several weeks now if you have a show topic idea, something you want me to discuss on the podcast, no matter what you think about how silly the idea might be, don't feel that way. Send me your idea to info at homerecordingmadeeasy.com. And if it's something that I can talk about or something that lends itself to an audio podcast, I would be happy to do so. I am here to try to help you with whatever you're struggling with, whatever your needs are, whatever topics you want me to talk about. So help me help you. Also make sure you like subscribe and share this podcast with others. It really does help me. If you're listening to this on YouTube, make sure you leave comments below and let me know what you think about the topic we're discussing from week to week. It really does help me. And I really do appreciate it. So having said all of that, I'll also stick around to the end, especially if you're new here. So I'm going to give you a couple of uh, free gifts here at the end of the uh, podcast. So let's talk about it. What do you mean? Stay healthy, be more productive in your home studio. Again, I know it's kind of a weird title. I haven't decided exactly what the title the podcast is going to be. But here in general, let's talk about five things that I think will lend itself to you being more productive. Tip number one, having a clean and well-organized workspace in your studio. This is a big one for me. I'll be honest with you. I don't know. Some people can just have, you know, stuff laying all over the place and it can look like a pigsty, like a bomb went off in the in your studio and they can work just fine i am the complete opposite of that i am a very um, would like to have everything neat and clean and everything has a place and everything in its place well organized and much more structured and i have found over the years that the more i am that way the more my brain is freed up to be more creative so it's not and it's also about speed and to be especially when you work and you're doing things for clients and if you're in that in that ballpark or if you have timelines and deadlines and things to get your projects finished and get things mixed and mastered or whatever it is being more well organized is definitely a time saver and it definitely helps with creativity at least it does for me and it definitely um overall i turn out better work when things are in its place and it's clean and it's neat and it's organized, I can't have stuff laying all over the place. I can't be fumbling around looking for something for 15 minutes. I think we've talked about this in an earlier episode where we just talked about having things set up in a way. So you could walk into your home studio. You have a song idea or a lyric idea, or a chord progression idea, talk about recording here for a brief second, you can sit down, turn on your system, and within literally less than five minutes, and it can't be any more than five minutes, you should be able to lay down a track, lay down an idea. Things got to be patched in, things have to be ready to go, you should be working with templates, you should have everything organized, clean, orderly, ready to roll, so when you have an idea, you can lay it down, okay? And I take that same kind of principle in everything I do in my studio, okay? I'm very systematic. I have a workflow. It changes from time to time, but I try to keep everything in a certain place. I try to do things in a very clean and a very neat and organized way. So if you are one of those people already, congratulations, good for you. Try to examine where you may even be able to better further yourself in that area. But if you're someone who is not like that, and if you walk into your studio in the morning or in the evening after a hard day's work, and you can't even see the top of your workstation because it's cluttered with all kinds of papers and candy wrappers and empty coffee mugs and p- empty plates of food and <laughs> stuff all over the place. You may want to think about changing those habits because what I found is when you have things, when all that other kind of nonsense is taken care of, it in in a creative kind of a thing like making music, mixing music, mastering music, or doing anything creative, When you don't have all that stuff in the peripheral, it allows your brain to kind of be freed up and be more creative. At least that's what it found for me. And so I would highly recommend that you, if you're not like a well-organized person, try to become a more well-organized person. Um, Try to, you know, have some systems in place. And be able to find things instantly and be able to just, if you need something, you should be able to reach over, grab it, and be done with it. Um, Every so often, and I do this probably, hmm, probably not as often as I should, but at least once every few months. I'd say three to four times a year. The other thing that I do in my studio is I do kind of a deep clean every single quarter I go through and, you know, not just my immediate desk area. Like I said, that's always clean, neat and organized for creativity and for positive workflow, but also just doing simple things like getting a duster, you know, a little Swiffer you know, I vacuum, I've, you know, I have a a mix of hardwood and carpeting in here and I'll vacuum up once a week, but, um, you know, a couple of times, you know, once a quarter anyway, I don't have a really dusty environment in here, thankfully, but I I go around the tops of the ceilings and the corners, get rid of any of the cobwebs, any of the dust bunnies, you know, I make sure I have a, um, a microfiber cloth and I'm constantly wiping down my computer screen, wiping down my studio monitors, the actual equipment dusting cleaning, getting, just just keeping everything fresh, neat, you know, those kinds of things. You know, I even have, I know as silly as this might sound, but I even have, you know, some of these uh, air fresheners on the wall with little timers where every half an hour they stay, they stay, uh, they, stay uh, they, they launch off a, a nice fresh fragrance into the air, you know, just to keep things fresh and neat and clean and you walk in and you go, ah. <sighs> things just feel good. You know, after like you had a hard day at work and you take a nice clean shower and you get out of that shower and maybe you're a, you know, you're a, you know, a a hard day at the office and uh, you've been in a shirt and tie all day, or you're someone that's working out in the field and you're a plumber or electrician or a carpenter and you get all dusty and, you know, clammy and you get in that shower and you take a nice fresh shower, you get out of the shower. (sighs) You know that feeling? That's how it ought to feel when you walk into your studio each and every time. If it doesn't, try to put things in place to do that. What are all, why? Because I think it helps you be more creative. It keeps you more alert. It keeps you firing on all cylinders. And I found for me, it really, really works. So again, I would seriously consider that. That's number one. Number two, having good ergonomics, having a good, comfortable uh, desk, cha- a chair, a desk, a workstation, Having it set up in a way, again, where you can just sit in your, you know, sweet spot in, your, in, the, in the sitting position in front of your, you know, workstation, and you could be able to, at an arm's reach, touch everything that you need to touch. You don't have to get up and walk around, you know? You have some uh, hardware, you need to turn a knob, it should be with an arm's reach. Your monitor controller or the way you control the volume of the speakers in your room, you should be able to do it at an arm's reach, right? Everything that you need while you're recording, creating should be within an arm's reach. If you have to get up out of the chair to go get something every 30 seconds, that's not good ergonomics. That cuts down on creativity. It cuts down on workflow. It breaks the workflow and the creative streak. Okay. Having good ergonomics, having a good quality chair that you sit in, for years I sat in chairs that were just you know crappy, you know, seventy-five dollar staples or Office Max computer chairs. And it's like sitting on a piece of plywood after three months and your back is killing you and everything else. And when you're sitting for long, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. When you don't have good ergonomics, you're gonna have all kinds of problems down the road, especially trust me, bad backs, shoulders, necks, those kinds of things. When you're not comfortable, when you don't have good ergonomics, Your brain, again, is occupied thinking about the things that don't feel right, the things that are creaking, the things that are achy. And I know we're all getting older. And as you get older, this becomes more of a problem. And your mind, some of the capacity of your brain that should be focused on creativity is focused on other things because you're not set up in a good ergonomic way. So good ergonomics, look, when you sit in your chair in front of your computer, in front of your workstation is everything that you need within arm's reach. Is the chair at the right height? Is the computer screen at the right height? Are you looking up too much? Is your neck cricked? Are you looking down? Are you hunched over? You know, if you're using a small little laptop and you're squinting to see the screen and you have to lean forward just to see the plug-in on the screen, can you hook up a second monitor to that so you can see things clearly? okay. Do you have the right type of lighting in the room so it's comfortable, so you can see things, so it doesn't hurt your eyes? All those things, good ergonomics makes sense. And you can do some searching on Google and uh, on YouTube for good ergonomics in recording studios, and there's a ton of content out there to try to help you. But those are some of the main things. So That's tip number two. Tip number three When you're sitting for long periods of time, that's not a good thing, especially if you have already problems with knees and backs like I do. You want to take breaks. We talk about taking breaks a lot to refresh your ears and to reset your ears when you're mixing and working mixing and mastering, but we don't talk about, well, just taking breaks to just get up and stretch, you know, stretch your limbs, get up and just, ah, get big sigh, right? reset your whole body so when you sit back down you're you're more laser focused okay how often should you be taking breaks for me personally who has a bad lower back and has all kinds of disc problems i'm taking breaks every hour at the very longest amount of time as i don't sit for more than an hour as a matter of fact by the time you guys hear this podcast episode i have uh will have installed one of these new sit stand desks and I'll probably do a whole video on YouTube on that, how I use that in a studio environment. I, I, you know, currently have this huge behemoth of a, of a computer workstation or a studio workstation made by Argosy with all kinds of racking for gear and stuff like that. You guys have seen that. have been watching my YouTube channel. It's a great desk. It's fantastic. It, it, it's the best desk I've ever owned up to this point. Problem is it's only a sit down desk. So if I have to sit for long periods of time, it's terrible. I would much rather be sitting and standing, sitting and standing. Okay. And so I went out and invested in a sit stand desk again, I'll do a video on this later on, and I, and I was able to incorporate all of my studio gear so my whole rig goes up and down as the desks go up and down. So I'm always kind of in the sweet spot when I'm mixing and when I'm working. That might be something you may want to consider. If you want someone who spends several hours a day in your studio, a sit-stand desk could be something that would be for you. Again, it, it it keeps the body fresh. It keeps the body limber. It keeps the blood flowing. And again, it keeps you laser focused on creativity. To me, that's the biggest thing out of all of this, even though I want you guys to all be healthy and live uh, for a million years. But part of that is just being able to stay focused. Okay, so take breaks, stretch, try to invest in a good, if you can, a sit-stand kind of a setup. That should have been under the good ergonomics section, but I just thought of that. <laughs> okay, so that's number three. Number four is something that I think is really important, and again, you can change up from time to time to keep yourself focused, and that's just the overall, what I'm calling the overall vibe of your studio. Again, we, I talked about a little bit about it a few minutes ago, about the lighting in your studio, having cool lighting. Having the right color paint on the walls, you know, or changing the color of paint on the walls every so many years. I just did this last year where I went, I had the same color in my studio, same paint scheme for almost 10 years, I finally changed it to something completely obvious and it took, it changed the whole vibe in the room in a positive way. And it was just more of a pleasure when I walked in to see a different uh, kind of a setup than what I used to see, even though my workstation was physically in the same spot, my speakers and everything were physically in the optimal spot, but everything around me kind of changed the colors, the way I would put things on the walls, the kind of lighting that I would use. It's different, and when it's different again, you you don't get stale. It doesn't get monotonous. It's not the same old thing day in and day in out, day week in and week out. It changes things up. It keeps your senses alert. Okay, so you know things like color of paint, things like you know lighting, things like you know candle or incense if you're into those kinds of things. Changing the surfaces, you know, it's just all those kinds of things. I think help. It changes the overall vibe. So any of those kinds of things that you can do. So when you walk into the room, you're excited. When you walk into the room, you feel creative. Okay. If it's just plain Jane, you know, old white paint on the walls, nothing interesting, hanging up, nothing music related, hanging up and then pictures or paintings or artwork or little knickknacks. And you feel like you're sitting in a doctor's office working on music. Right? We ever go to a doctor's office? You've all been to a doctor's office, right? You sit you go in the waiting room, you go into that little office that's like, you know, the size of a closet and everything is sterile. It's clean, but everything is sterile and plain Jane and kind of blah. Would you want to write and mix and record an album in a room like that? Of course you would. It doesn't have vibe. It's not rock and roll. It's not cool. It's not hip. It's not whatever other word you want to use. You know, the vibe of the room has a lot to do with creativity and internal help you be more productive in your studio. So definitely studio vibe is a big one. It's a big one. You know, and for all the guys out there that are listening that are terrible, in, you know, uh, interior designers, get your wife, get your girlfriend, get your significant other to help you out who has a design, you know, women are really great at those kinds of things. Making sure things look cool in a room. <laughs> if guys can't do it, get, get your wife or your girlfriend to look at it. Maybe they can help you. Go online, search out other people's home studios, steal ideas from others. That's what I did, you know. Check out what other little cool things people have in their studio. Find something that works for you. And once you find something that works for you, every so often, don't be afraid to change things up a little bit. You know, put a little elbow grease in. Like I said, I just changed the paint. That the paint was fine. There was nothing wrong with the paint, but I got tired of looking at the same colors. So I spent 150 bucks. Went bought some paint. Took two days. Stripped everything off the walls. You know, patched up all the little dings on the walls and things that have happened. And repainted everything and rehung things up and cleaned everything up and freshened everything up. And the vibe was totally different. Okay, so that's tip number four: studio vibe. Tip number five, and probably the most important on this list for more than just being in a home studio or being creative or anything else, and your overall personal health. Things that you can control, obviously. You know, are you working out? Are you staying physically fit? I know you say, what the hell does that have to do with music, Dave? Well, it has a lot to do with music. Again, it has to do with creativity. I know for me, again, someone especially who works in a studio all day, who will sit down a lot, uh you know for my job I'm sitting I'm not I'm not you know I'm not a carpenter I'm not a plumber I'm not a blue collar worker I'm not someone who's out there physically working all day long my job is not physical it's more mental many of you are in that same boat you know so how do you stay how do you keep your body physically fit how do you feel alive how do you how do you do that well you go to the gym you work out you got to do those kinds of things to keep yourself fit keep yourself healthy so you live a long and happy healthy life but also what I find for myself is that when I'm more fit, when my weight is down, when I exercise on a regular basis, I feel more alert in the studio. I feel more creative. It's more of a psychological thing. And I know this because I've, like everybody, have gone up and down over the years with with my overall health and my weight. But, you know, over the last, last 10 years especially, ever since, you know, when I'm just turned 50 now, when I was in my 40s, I started making sure I'm working out four or five days a week. I typically work out in the morning. So when I get to the office, I'm awake, I'm alive, I've already done my workout. I don't wait till the end of the day. But everyone's needs are a little different. Everyone's schedules are different but I make sure I work out three, four days a week. I keep my weight down. I try to eat a healthier diet. I know you may think, Gee, that doesn't have anything to do with recording, mixing, and mastering. Yes, it does. It has to do with your creativity. It has to do with having your mind and your brain alert. Being healthy, working out, staying fit, not becoming a, a slug sitting in the studio chair, 50, 60, 70, 80 pounds overweight, feeling like you can't walk up a flight of stairs without passing out. That kind of unhealthy fitness does not help creativity. It does not help you feel more alert and more on top of your game in the studio. At least for me, it didn't. And for someone who worked in studios a long time, I could tell you, it's a very easy thing to fall into where you all you're doing is working a lot of late nights and eating Taco Bell and eating crappy foods and not working out not sticking, staying healthy. You're putting so many hours into the studio, into your job that you're forgetting about the most important thing in the world. And that's your health. If you don't have your health, you one day will not have to worry about going to a studio because you won't be here. <laughs> right. And so that is just something overall, you know, if you're someone who struggles with that, and believe me, I did for a long time, use your studio as another motivator to say, I want to be more in tune with what's going on. I want to be more creative. I want to be more productive. I want to be more enthusiastic. I want to have more energy. I want to just be more in tune to everything that I'm doing in my studio. Your overall personal health has a lot to do with that, even if you don't really realize it. Okay, so those are my five things for you to think about. Again, I think this is a wonderful, wonderful topic, and I want to thank the student that actually wrote in and, ta- and asked me to talk about this because you know I never thought to talk about this. And I know there's a there's a portion of you listening to this that probably have already turned it off because you uh, you didn't get the latest mixing tip or the latest plug-in thing, and you know this stuff is really really important. Again. This podcast is really not just for the people who are just the occasional hobbyist with their studios and with their music, but also for a lot of you that take your your studio and your hobby and you it's a passion for you and you take it more seriously. And a lot of you, I'd say probably 25% of the people who listen to this podcast who follow me at home recording me easy are also using their studio as at least a part-time business. And some of you I'd say about another 5% of you are actually moving or have moved into a full-time career using your home studio. What was was once just a hobby is now your job, especially after COVID. And, you know, these things can really affect and make you either more successful or less successful in that endeavor by just talking about the way you work, your processing, your overall physical health. So again, I want to thank uh, my listeners so much for writing in. This is a great topic. So again, quickly in summary, tip number one, have a clean and a well-organized workspace in studio. Have everything within reach. Number two, good ergonomics. Having a good desk, a good chair, being able to reach everything in a hand's reach, making sure that things are set up in the most optimum way. You know, they do this in office environments all the time. They hold training classes for people who sit in cubicles every day on how to be uh, more working in a more ergonomic way. So you don't end up with things like carpal tunnel and bad backs and bad necks and all of that stuff. Okay, if you're in a studio for long periods of time and you're doing lots of sitting, make sure you take breaks. Make sure you're stretching. Make sure you're kind of, you know, getting up and, you know, doing some jumping jacks and push-ups. Keep the blood moving. It's going to help your overall fitness. It's going to help you stay in tune. Number 4, the vibe in the studio. Again, changing things up every once in a while. Make things look cool. Change the color of paint. Switch things around. Make it interesting. So when you walk into the room every day, it's not just mundane. It's not just the same old, same old. It's not just some, just the, you just don't fall into this mechanical mode. It's a creative thing. Make it look and feel creative. And then again, number five, all of this kind of ties into your own personal health. And people that are in studios and studio rats, as we're called, have a long history of being overweight, out of shape, and not in very good health. Because what we do in a studio every single day doesn't lend itself to good, healthy practice if you're just sitting all day and eating crappy foods and all of that. So staying fit, staying uh, you know physically healthy keeps you more in tune, keeps you more productive, will help you live a longer and happier life and make you feel just better from day in and day out when you go into your studio. Because in, in your studio, in this business, whether it's a passion or a business or both, is a creative thing. And creative, in order to be creative, in order order to be effective creatively, in order to have inspiration and creativity strike you more often, you have to be in tune. You know, it's a lot of psychological things. And when things in, you know, physical in your body are working and firing on all cylinders, your mind is going to fire on all cylinders. And when you have that kind of, you know, perfect situation come together, you just feel better, you look better, you'll work better, and you'll turn out better productions and be more creative and so those are my five tips again thank you so much to the listener that writes in so thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode now again like i said if this is the first time you've been here and you're like hey man this is a great podcast i really want to learn more about what dave does at home recording made easy well that's good because i want you to go to home recording made and i want to give you a free mixing course right on the home page big orange button worth 50 bucks. Click on it. You get your free course delivered right to your email box. No strings, no it, uh, no strings attached, no fuss, no muss. Get your free mixing course today. And while you're there, if you want to browse the other training courses and the other services that I have on my website, you can do so. And if you want a discount on any of the training on my website, you can use the coupon code podcast 30. Use that at checkout. It'll take 30% off any of the training courses on my website so you could get more involved in what we're doing at home recording And once again, thank you so much for listening. And until next week, I've been Dave with home recording And I will speak to you guys in the next episode. Take care, everybody.